Okay. Can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or Use the promo code SOBERGIRLS at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E dot com slash SOBERGIRLS for $10 off. Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink and symptoms feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country, and rightly so. Fun fact, all of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated when you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do? My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash SoberGirls or use our code SoberGirls for 15% off. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Two Sober Girls. I'm your host, Erin, with my amazing co-host, Michaela. We're on episode 30, which, like, take my breath away. I can't believe it. Like, so cool. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm, we're thrilled to be here. And... Today, we wanted to discuss something that has been coming up a lot for me in the rooms, and it's something that pertains to any human, whether or not you are in a recovery program or if you're just wanting to change a habit, the topic of emotional sobriety, which is really fascinating. And it's something that just struck me. I was sitting in a meeting and someone raised their hand and shared that they were coming back, which means that they were had a period of sobriety, drank and came back into the rooms. They had a relapse, which is and you said this person had 20 years, right? Babe. Like yeah. or, or over, like, I think even over 20, like in the twenties. And he shared that, he, but he was not emotionally sober during the, that time. And that and interests me. Yeah. So Aaron and I were together yesterday and that came up and I was like, wait, 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 what, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like, so there's Everything. levels to sobriety and this is why like I wanted to start this podcast is to explore this with you um, since you have the knowledge of AA and there's these like 
strategic terms that, that pertain to this evolution. Yeah. And I didn't, I mean, I've been on my healing journey for a very long time, you know, I mean, since I was in my like early twenties, you know, I'm 37 now, but not until I decided to eliminate alcohol completely out of my life. That's when like that true healing started huge. And yeah, I really want you to talk about that emotional sobriety and what it means and how, yeah, like, how does that work? So, and it's so interesting because we know we were talking a little bit before we jumped on. I can, you know, one day at a time by the grace of God, I never want to pick up a drink again, but I can act like an alcoholic in my behaviors, in my, right. Our thoughts first shape our behaviors, right? We create with our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm not working my program, so again, the premise of AA, and I do believe this for every human being that we are spiritual beings first, and you know we are on a spiritual path. And if we don't have a program of action, if we don't have a way to connect and to align and to become back into center and re- be reminded who we are and to feed our souls, then basically the house starts breaking down. And emotionally, you start breaking down and you start doing things that perhaps you wouldn't do if you were whole and full of peace and connected with God and felt that support. And it could look like just um, maybe you're, you know, really short with your kids. Like you've Mm -hmm. zero patience. Mm -hmm. It's emotional sobriety. Mm -hmm. Um, You, so if someone who's not in recovery, you know, your, your drinking's increasing because emotionally you're not balanced and you're right. Balance elsewhere, not within makes sense. Um, some examples in the rooms where we always see addiction, just, it's like, they just get swapped out if you don't really heal. So maybe you put down the drink, but now you love to shop or now you, you know, there's sex addiction, there's food addiction, there's, um, people pleasing addiction, there's sugar, sugar so that's the sign of your emotional sobriety it's like boom something's off and why it's so important for anyone in recovery is that that is like a flashing red light like oh get back to center get to a meeting call your sponsor work your program connect with god do double down on your spiritual practices because your emotional sobriety basically informs your physical sobriety. So if I'm not emotionally sober, I'm at a high risk for picking up. That's mm-hmm. going to trigger me because what base, uh, you know, I'm going to want to numb. I'm not going to want to feel this. And it's going to be all my isms come out unless I can come back and work my program, come back to center. And my medicine is spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so that, mm-hmm. but that, when he shared that, I was like, Whoa, amazing. Wow, that makes so much sense. And if you are not an AA, I mean, the next best thing I can truly recommend is like coming to our mastermind. Heck yeah. First of all, it's a group of amazing women um, that are on this journey, you know, on all different lengths, whether it's like one just celebrated 30 days of sobriety, another one just celebrated two months yesterday. Um, I celebrated one month, you know, so we're all on this different like journey, but like with the same intention. And I was thinking about this, this, it was either this morning or last night in my meditation or my mindfulness practice, 
how we all need a space to plug into and it doesn't have to be a physical space. So we live in this like virtual world right now where, right. And like, I can think of our sober girls mastermind and like, no, I can pop in into our, so we have a group boxer, which you can just check in. You can celebrate your wins. You can just like, kind of like, let us know what you're up to and like all of those things, but you're connected. So there's an energetic pull mm-hmm. where, you know, you have a safe space. God forbid you do have a desire or you're mm-hmm. in a space. Like we are there for you. We are holding that space for you. And we yeah. have the tools, the tips, the techniques, the mindset shifts, the hacks. And they're so simple. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, like I am not an AA, um, but I'm fascinated with the steps and I think the next episode we're going to do, we're going to continue doing the steps um, yeah. and provide them here for you guys. But, you know, we need that structure. It is not enough to say that like, oh, I'm just not going to drink or, you know, because your environment shapes your habits as well. So we go into that as well as like setting yourself up for success and doing all of those things. Yes. Um, so if you're not in the mastermind, highly, highly recommend you coming okay. in. Um, we have our next, you know, we have a monthly call, which is next Wednesday. So if you're listening to this in real time and we all get together, it's a group coaching. You can ask as many questions as you wish. And you also have that boxer chat to hold you accountable and to just like hold this really intimate, beautiful, high vibe place Yes, where you can, even if you're not checking in there every day, you know you have a safe space and you know, somebody's holding this high vision for you, which is so important. This is the same thing with coaching. Like it's, this is why it's so hard for people to commit to healthier habits because they don't have that consistency in talking about it and and talking about what's working, what's not working, what's holding them back. And like, you need a professional asking you the right questions so you can dig deeper. And then you'll just realize like, wow, like, I've been standing in my way. Yes, hundred percent. And like what you just hit on too is a space where we're honest. Human beings don't have a space where we're honest without judgment, with love. Yeah. And we're going to always point you back to the solution. Okay, this is what's happening. Okay, let's talk about what the solution is. What this? What does this look like in real time? Um, how do we work this out in our, our, you know, make it a lifestyle? How do we make it simple and easy and fun and attractive, you know, and something else that's shared often in the meetings, why this mastermind is really brilliant. And also this mastermind is for people who are in AA. Like I love having both modalities. I need both modalities. Like, you know, I I say that all the time. Um, He was sharing that, uh, you know, it's so easy to blend in with the culture. It is so easy mm. to not be emotionally sober because he was like, well, you know, I wasn't drinking, but when I'm, I'm hanging out with people who are abusing alcohol and yeah. drugs and have, you know, not subpar relationships. And, and he's like, really? And so, you know, it's like your thinking gets twisted. You come for your drinking, you stay for your thinking. They say it all the time. Same thing, like with coaching, you have to change your mindset and your behaviors will change. And then you start thinking clearly. It's really like just thinking sanely again. 
you know, what do I really need? In this moment, when I am in pain, what do I really need? Not numb, but what Ooh. is it? And having that space where you can be vulnerable and honest and have people who guess what actually have the answers, which yeah. And, and sometimes it's just talking about it. And like, yeah. I, you know, we, I'm sure we all have loving people in our lives mm-hmm. that we actually don't feel safe telling our deepest emotions yeah. and fears and dreams Yeah, because it's just not the flow that you're used to. No, You know, yeah. like you might, th- you know, you might think there'll be judgment. You might think that there'll be, you know, like, I think that there's this like fear inside of us that, and it's like that ego of like want us wanting to stay in that same space, even if it's not working for us. And that's like that cycle that's constantly happening. If you're not breaking the cycle. Because it's quote unquote safe. Yeah. It's safe because it's also makes other people. Because you already know the outcome, like whether, even if it's bad, you already know that you've been there before. So, you know, it's technically safe. Like you've survived. Totally. And you can, there's like this like new way of living and I'm getting to experience this now. And, you know, I talk about this a lot. There's in healing, there's, it's like onions, you're peeling layers and layers and layers, and it's like Uh never ending now, but there's this level of freedom and connection to the universe, to God, you know, you're fully supported. You know, you know, you're like fully heart open. All the chakras are balanced and levels and you can have that in an instant once you decide like it's, but it's a constant daily practice. This is why meditation, journaling, going for walks. I mean, I, you know how like people soundproof their home for, you know, so they can do like, mm-hmm. I architect my day. Like I design my day where it is those, those things are in the morning, in the afternoon, mm-hmm. in the evening, when I'm in a meeting, when I'm driving, when I'm in a zoom call, like there's always check-ins with myself constant. It's yeah. like taking a temperature yes, all the time. And when I'm off, I know, and there's nothing wrong with it. And then it's like, what do I need? Do I need to close my eyes for 10 seconds and breathe? Do I need to, am I dehydrated? Do I need to stretch? Have I been sitting down for four hours? You know, I have a yoga mat like right next to my desk. So when I get up to go pee or drink water or whatever, I can do a little stretch and flow and move that stagnant energy before, before it's too late. And it's never too late, but- you want to be ahead of the curve. Like you want to be ahead of the game of all of the things. And I just posted on Instagram today. I have been doing my morning daily walk for seven years. I literally oh just, gosh. this was before Amia was born. I, I didn't know walked that. every single morning. Um, when she was born, we walked every single morning. Oh. When she started getting on the bus, I walked every single morning. So even if it's like freezing cold, I am bundled layered. I, I don't care. It doesn't even bother wow. me anymore. Wow. Even on those days where I roll out of bed and I'm like, I feel like shit. And, mm-hmm. or I don't like the term of, I don't feel like it truly does not even enter my mind space not before enough, yeah. because it's like literally my habit. So yeah. it's, I'm already in motion before I get to think about like, do I actually want to do this? we do this with good habits and bad habits. So I just put out an offer, like, let's 
reset your habits, like within a month, like I will coach you. I have all of the tools, the resources, and it's the most simplest things. Like within my walk, I get spirituality. I get physical, emotional, creative. Mm -hmm. I make more money because of it, because I'm in flow. I connect with my clients when I'm on my walk. It is my form of self-care, (sighs) self-love. My lymphatic system is moving. I'm getting sunshine and vitamin D. I mean, with one one thing, Mm. with one thing. Yeah. And then I come home and then I meditate with my red light. That I take a shower. I like cleanse that energy and I start my day that way. That's emotional. It's a daily sobriety. thing. But okay. You, so that is emotional sobriety. Okay. That's how you maintain fantastic emotional sobriety. And something you said, it's non-negotiable. Like, yes, you're going to, we yeah. often want to do the things that are the best for us because we're just, we're human. And we have to remember, wait, if I, t- it's medicinal, this is our spiritual medicine. This is our emotional medicine. If I do this, I'm going to move out of this lower state into a higher state of being. And that's where I'm going to live today. And I'm going to choose that because I love me and I want to live up here, not down here. Let's go do it. And then you do your things, you do your practice, you have your habits, you feel superhuman, but you, it's like every day you have to make that choice. How do you want to feel? How do you want to show up? And we can all have that victim mentality. I'm tired. This, this happened. Or we can say, I have the power. I'm going to connect to my higher power and take care of my body, take care of my mind, take care of my soul, reach out to others in love. And you know, life is pretty magical and fantastic, but we have to realize that our emotional sobriety is on us. And it's like, everything and it will dictate the choices you make if you are going to numb or if you are going to actually face it deal with it in a loving community in a supportive community and move through it and we've been talking about how we're going through seasons where absolutely in sobriety I sit with pain now that used to crush me that I would drink over, please. It'd be before that the pain really surfaced. Like, let me reach for that drink. Now I can face it, feel it, cry if I have to, just let it out, give it to God and move through. But even know that sometimes I might sit with it for a while, maybe a couple hours where, okay, this needs to go. And I, I, but, but I know it's on the other side but that's in community. That's in support, but that's also practice. So you have already created those neural pathways in your brain that, you know, there is total freedom and bliss on the other side of that pain. Once you feel it. Yeah. And I think that like, I always think back to childhood. Um, you know, I created that conscious parenting course and I feel like I'm like, I, I, I got to add this to it. And I'm going to like, I'm going to start adding more things to it because there's so, there's such depth there that mm-hmm. usually most of that pain that you're feeling, it started in childhood that was so suppressed by our parents because <sighs> our parents didn't know any better. And so wow. they would say like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, okay. here, let me get you ice cream or, you know, don't cry. You're a strong boy. Like boys don't cry. Like all of those things are mm-hmm. literally programming your mind so that when you are feeling pain as an adult, you're like, it's okay. It's okay. And like, let me get, okay. You don't have ice cream. Like, but now you're turning to this and that turns into an addiction or alcohol or drugs or whatever. And that is that relief. 
and you're not actually going through that process. And this is why it's crucial if you are a parent and it does not matter when you start, it is never too late, never too late to work with your kids, not just parent your kids and not just like provide, but like give them the tools of that emotional sobriety because mm-hmm. you don't have to be an adult to have that emotional sobriety and teach them these tools. And of course, perhaps not in this language, um, yeah. but it can start really small. It can, you know, I go for walks with Amia, for example, if she's home, we are walking, she's biking, she's in her zone. I'm in my zone. I explain to her that when our body flows, we feel better. We get feel good chemicals. And she's like, mommy, like chemicals are in bed. I was like, there's feel good chemicals that our brain releases mm-hmm. and it floods your body. It's like deliciousness mm-hmm. that floods through the body. Mm-hmm. You know, and just giving them these visuals of like what our body is capable of. And then like, amazing. if thing. she is, you know, and this is practice, but if she is cranky or whatever, like I just point out like, wow, like you have big feelings today. Like like mm. just let it out. Like, give me a hug. Do you want a hug or do you want to be alone? And it's like, she knows, like, I want to be alone or I want a hug and we move through it. And then it passes, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect at this, but I I'm aware. Yeah. No. no, but I'm just aware that we cannot like stop others from feeling pain. Like we have to allow even our kids to move through it yes. and hold that space space yes and not numb not numb with candy not numb with comfort food not numb with distraction of games and ipads like actually allow them to like be alone like be there well, i mean you can be there with them hold that space but like watch it move through them and then ask them like where is it is it in your heart is it in your like so have cool. them located because once they do and then you teach them the deep breath um you know, she comes home sometimes she's like, oh, my belly hurt. I did my deep breaths. Sometimes <sighs> it works. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, but like, it's, Mia. it's like, whoa, you know, and they, they pay attention and it also holds you accountable because when you're spiraling, they, sometimes she holds space for me and she's like, mommy, just take a deep breath. Mm, you know, so gorgeous, Michaela. Amia is so lucky. And but what I'm hearing too is that you're setting her up so when she is surrounded by alcohol as a you know young teen, she will have the tools, she will have the resources because you know if you if we don't equip our children and we just repeat what we've learned and the generation yeah. repeat, yeah. repeat and we oh we feel uncomfortable we numb oh we're celebrating we numb we do yeah. any emotion ah, we're gonna numb. Yeah. Like when you're presented with it, you're going to go with the flow of the culture versus I feel really good. And I have these like feel good chemicals going on that I don't want to mess with. And no, I actually know how to handle myself and I know how to navigate these waters. And I know that I can get to the other side of a difficult conversation, a difficult person, an upset stomach, a letdown, a disappointment, a heartbreak. I am going to be okay. Yeah. And feeling it is my superpower, not numbing. You know, if once we start instilling- and connecting to something connecting. You know, higher than you can, we connect to God every morning, every night throughout the day, key. living in gratitude. And okay, uh, what we're going through, there's so much to be grateful for. I mean, you know, when you look at what's going on in the world and mm-hmm. it is just trauma after trauma, sadness, sadness, yeah. we, you know, 
I believe whoever's attracted to this podcast, because we go deep, we're not just giving yeah. you strategies on how to live alcohol free. It's like, it's like a deeper way to live. It's like this yeah. spiritual awakening that we're going through um, collectively. Yeah. We are here to be a light for the world, no matter what is going on in the world. There's always, I mean, going back in history, there's been wars and, mm-hmm. you know, really bad stuff happening. I mean, all the time, like we have to be high vibe for our families, yes. for our communities, for our state, for our country, yeah. for the world. Mm-hmm. And the more people that light up, oh the brighter God. this world will be. Drives out the darkness. Yes. This is actually at my meeting last night, my big book meeting, um, which is another podcast and it's, it's written, um, you know, about believing in a higher power and people who are atheists or agnostic, the writers of the big book are, were so brilliant. And the way I feel like I need to read it. Brilliant. You will absolutely love this. You just chapter. buy it online. I don't know Wait, anything about AA, you guys, and you've been friends for a long time, but like, I have no girl. clue. But honestly, and so this is the line. So as you're speaking, right. Cause this is, you know, I truly believe all solutions first are rooted in spirit. They're spiritual solutions and it's all divine. Like, you know, and AA's solution is, is founded on surrendering your life over to a power greater than yourself. We believe, you know, it's all spiritual. And so this chapter, chapter four, they talk about, you know, they're talking about alcoholism and they're saying, if you like have these symptoms, if you're, if you were identifying, then they say, if that be the case, you may be suffering from an illness, which only you're going to die at this line, a spiritual experience will conquer. Mm. So how, like, take a second for that. Like, oh, only, and isn't that true? Because we are spiritual beings living in a human body. So it's like, coming back to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Again, we're not taught that as we're growing up. I think there's like maybe a small percentage of hippie parents back in the day who gave their kids this, like who never dimmed their kids' power. And I gotta say, like, so I was, I was raised in Slovakia. My mom was super young, you know, busy working. Then she moved to the States. So I was raised a lot with my grandma um, for uh, even like two years, we were with her while my mom was in America. Wow. And I remember I was thinking about this the other day, um, you know, the power of words. And my grandma used to say, you are very special. There's something you've been, you, you have a gift. Um, but she was talking to my soul. Like she wasn't talking about like you, you know, your artsy or this. And I always, carry that with me like as a belief yeah and I always knew it even when I was struggling like that's what made me pull through is like staying connected to that and you know you can't even put into words what she meant but it was a feeling and I when she said that and she said that a lot of times like I I knew it but this is not just me I'm not the only one that's special like we truly every single individual one of us has that so here I am you can close your eyes and I'm telling you you are special there's something so magical inside of you and you are here to do incredible so much good and incredible things in the world um you just have to believe it Mm, that's That's it 
it's so beautiful. And she's speaking, God was speaking through her to you, but taking it, you know, through the lens of our podcast, AA, wanting to live truly the most epic, brilliant, beautiful, light-filled lives. Alcohol or anything you put in place of living in the solution dims that light and keeps you from what you truly are becoming. And so that's the, the danger when we numb and when we're not truly coping and healing, but we're just numbing. And that's, you know, the whole premise of the big book and the whole premise. Of Would you book. recommend like everyone reading it? Oh yeah, It's a fast. Yes. It's yeah. A fast, Interesting. You guys get, fast. where do you get the book? You get it on Amazon? Get it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can, you can get it. And it's also an app on your phone. Okay. So, so there's an app, there's a book chapters because Is the- they're like, um, like an, a book for like dummies. Like, you know how they have those, like, <laughs> I love it. Those like so boiled down version of what it is. Well, they have the that's big, a big book. That's no, like a big. really big book. It's big. I mean, mine's like falling apart. Um, have I've, you read the whole thing? Not yet. I have, okay. I've read most of it. There's mm-hmm. so in the back, there's people's personal stories in the beginning, it's the program. It's so like, how do you recommend people read it if they're not in the program and I would, they want to pick it up and just start? I would start from the beginning and okay. then one story a night because then oh. you identify with someone's story. The stories are short. Oh, okay. Um, and it's people's stories of how they, you know, got sober um, using this, employing this program. Um, but yeah, I would start from the beginning, but also like dip into the stories in the back, which are fascinating. But uh, yeah, I think everyone should read it because even if you're not alcoholic, every human being is using something. Yes. And we're addicted to something. And like the key to life is like just pushing, 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 pushing the foundation of your life back into its spiritual roots. It's true roots. It's true foundation. And so you can, you know, read this and see yourself in it, but it's, it's so fascinating and life-changing. And so what I love is when I sponsor women, you have to go back from the beginning. So I get to read, read oh. that all the time. And, and what's that experience for you? Like, do you, cause I've reread books that are amazing and like, you always get something else out of it. I can always go deeper. And I'm always like, yeah. and then I, I write notes to myself. I'm really big into dates. I write notes. And I'm like, Oh, that date. I only had 60 days. I was reading this chapter and I oh think my God. About- 60 days like oh and it's like I don't think I'd recognize that girl isn't it wow yeah yeah Yeah. I'm like I don't it's it's wild so yeah highly recommend this there's the um there's a step book that goes with it but it's not like it the step book pulls from the big book I would recommend like if you really want the meat um, yes big book you guys get it do it (laughs) I know we're gonna and we'll finish we will proceed with the steps like our next podcast yes. we'll just get you know going on those go but deeper yeah go deeper but I mean I cannot wait for our next call March 8th it is the best through it's amazing it's amazing um but anyone who's interested jump on and check it out you know you can take it month by month and yes. see um but there's always, the conversations are incredible. The conversations are amazing. You get a digital library of like, is sober huge. girl meditations and yeah. 
like tips and tools and PDF downloads. Like if you're into that, then there's like audio trainings and just, you know, a really like targeted space for this goal. If you have this as a goal and I, you know, we've been attracting women who want this year completely sober. It's wild. It's amazing. It's It's 2023 though. Like we're not drinking. It's a world. Yeah. I, I love seeing that. Um, so yeah, any last tips on emotional sobriety that you have? Yes. When you are finding yourself irritated, um, upset, off, angered, pause. We're always like, oh, trying to, oh, let me put the music on. Let me get a coffee. Let, just stop. I did this yesterday. Stop. Turn everything off. Just breathe, actually lean into the discomfort and ask God to show you what you should do next. Ask so God beautiful. to meet you there. Don't distract, feel it. And then reach out to your sober girls. <laughs> and That's here. us. <laughs> we got you. We got you. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Such an important topic. Um, all of the links will be in our show notes. You can follow us at Two Sober Girls on Instagram. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please, 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 please leave us a rating and a review. It is the best way to support the podcast. If you're listening to on Spotify, uh, you could just leave us a rating there as well. I don't think they do reviews yet, Um, but that also helps as well to spread the message, you know, bump up the podcast up a few ranks every time. Uh, So we really, really appreciate it. We really appreciate you being here and spending your time here with us week after week. And we will be back next week. We love you. And hopefully we'll see you in the Sober Girls Mastermind. It is the place to be. It's getting better and better and better. Yes, totally. Love you guys. Love you. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.